Alright, a little Tubac changes. You know, so many, so many, so many great things he says in the song. Uh, talking about, you know, needing to make changes. Talking about, you know, fighting back, never giving up. Um, and it was a fitting song for today's social environment, right? Today's uh, environment for the normies like you and I and for all of us uh, against certain things going on around the world and the powers that may be. But um, So I wanted to play that a little bit. We're waiting for Kid, Kid Crypto to come on. We'll see if he, if he joins us today. Um, I did speak to him earlier. He said he was coming on. So we'll give him a couple minutes. Um, of course, just wanted to say anything that's said here um, by myself or Kid, Cro Crip Kid Crypto or anybody else for that matter is not financial advice. Uh, it's just purely um, our opinion and um, should not be taken as financial advice. If you are doing some investing, please consult your financial consultant. Anyway, so um, I'm going to kick it off a little bit. Um, I was hoping he'd come on because amazingly the Giants are on a winning streak. <laughs> I do want to talk about so, so a little bit about the markets, the economy, um, and whatnot, but um, I didn't see the Giant game last night, but they beat the Packers. They are now, I think they're 5-8, and eight, if he would know, because he's really into football, but I think they're 5-8, and eight, which gives them an, what is that, that's 13 games, there's three left, I guess, so they could be 8-8 eight and eight if they run the tables, which would probably put them in the playoffs. Like I said, he would know better. There have been teams that make 8-8 eight and eight that get to the playoffs, 9-7. and seven. Um, So, I, you know, I'm not 100% sure, but that would be pretty tight if, if they do make it. That would be an amazing story. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, so let's just, I wanted to talk about just kind of, we didn't do a, a podcast Last Thursday, I um, wanted to talk about some data that has come out since. Obviously, non-farm payrolls came out last Friday. Uh, we tweeted it out. You know, it's it, it, it's obviously so manipulated, you know, and, and everyone knows that. You know, everyone has accepted it within economics and Wall Street. So, therefore, the money has to react to the data that the government gives us. We all know the unemployment level is not where it's at. We all know the amount of jobs being created. It's not where it's at. But if you dive into the data from Friday, um, the data, you know, the jobs number was, was not very good. Um, but the amount of jobs that are in, it was the government and one other, oh man, I cannot remember what sector, but government jobs is now like I think nearly 30% of all jobs being created, which is, a, it's, it's obscene. It's just ridiculous. It's literally going more and more down the, the, the path of, so, path of, of socialism. Um, you know, so, socialism is government and private industries working hand in hand to a large, to a large degree. Um, 
And so therefore, socialist countries have very large government um, employees, a percentage of, of overall employees throughout that country. Government employees becomes a very large part. Um, and obviously, communism is even worse than that. So you, you're seeing the shift come, and you're, you're seeing it happening very quickly. Unfortunately for us here in America, because I don't believe in it, you know, People, there are a lot of people out there that will uh, talk bad about capitalism. And uh, is it perfect? Absolutely not. But it's the best we have seen. Right? It's the best humanity has seen. It has enriched the most people. It created the largest middle class under pure capitalism that there was. And we are no longer pure capitalism. We have not been pure capitalism for a long time. A matter of fact, you could take Social Security and Medicaid, Medicare, those are all socialistic programs. I mean, let's face it, right? Those are all socialistic programs. Um, so we have not been in pure capitalism in a long time. Um, but when we were more capitalist than we, you know, far more capitalist than we are today, that's when we, we you know, we had that massive middle class. We had that massive enriching um, of the most people on the planet. We had the you know, we still have the strongest economy, well, not the strongest economy, but the largest economy on the planet, let's say, that, let's just say that, and we are nowhere near the largest amount of people, right, on the planet. There's only about 330 million Americans, yet our economy is largest on the planet, larger than China, which has 1.4 billion people. So there's something to be said about capitalism, right? Uh, like I said, it's not perfect, but it's the best that humanity has come up with and put into practice. Um, so let's touch base a little bit more on the economy. If you look, um, today's CPI data came out mostly in line. There was a little bit more inflation on month to month, uh, which was a little surprising for markets. But year over year, the inflation numbers were pretty much on target. Um, market didn't really react all that much to the C CPI data, as far as equities, even even crypto goes. But if you do look at the what the market expects over next year, 2024, as for interest rates, um, the market has priced in a 115 uh, basis point cut, so 1.15% lower rates at the end of 20, 2024 than there is today. So that is saying that you know, the market, which is the overall collective, you know, not just investing in capital, but brain power of, of the investing community, is saying that interest rates a year from now will be over 1% lower than they are today. So therefore, they expect the Fed to start cutting next year. And why? Because the economy is going to be slowed down to a point where they need to cut rates. Uh, surprising, what, what I did see that was surprising today, Janet Yellen, who's our Treasury T Secretary, she actually said long-term, she said, excuse me, she said high long-term rates would put a stress on financial outlook, or excuse me, on fiscal outlook. So high long-term rates would put a stress on fiscal outlook. This, I, for, for, as far as I can tell or remember, this is the first time that Janet Yellen is actually admitting that 
a long period of time of high interest rates is going to actually hurt the United States from a fiscal point of view. She's been the one saying that, you know, high interest rates are not going to bother the, the American fiscal outlook and the fiscal, um, you know, financial conditions within the country. And, of course, any economist is saying, well, that's utter BS, right? And it's, I don't know what made her say that today. I don't know why she said it. I just seen the, you know, the quick blurb of it. Um, I, it caught me by surprise, honestly. I, I, I really was shocked that she said that. Um, the 10-year auction was, I believe, Monday. It was, a, we've talked about this on other podcasts. The 10-year auction of the 10-year treasury was, had another tale. It was another terrible auction. Um, there have been, since the end of 2021, so for two years, um, there has been 24 10-year auctions. All but four of them had a tail, right? So 20 of the 24 have had a tail. So they've stayed terrible for the past two years. Uh, and th that has literally been from when inflation started kicking in. Um, and with all the money printing we did in 2020, you know, well, since the, since the financial uh, crisis 2008, but accelerated when COVID in 2020, 2021, the, and we've talked about this in the past, the world has backed away. And the majority of the major countries, Japan, China, and other major buyers of treasuries have become net sellers. So they're still buying, but they're selling more treasuries than they're buying. And they're doing that, as we've said before, to support their own currency because the U.S. dollar has become so strong against other currencies. So... Uh, again, it was another terrible auction. But then today we had the 30-year auction, which didn't have a tail, and it was actually a great auction. So that completely confused me. Um, what you know, why the, the 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 market would be going looking for getting excited for long term uh, rather than the the, the shorter 10-year piece of paper. But maybe. They're, they're starting to, you know, it's it's hard for me to even wrap my head around the 30-year outlook. It's hard enough going five years and 10 years, let alone 30 years. But for whatever reason, it was a very strong auction. Um, who knows what and why it was so strong? Um, you know, for all I know, maybe the U.S. government, you know, they, we've been, the U.S. government's been the strongest net buyer of our treasuries for the last two years. Um, you know, U.S. government and U.S. banks. So maybe the U.S. government and U.S. banks were buying so much of the 30-year paper, which created a no-tail, right? So um, I'm sure more data will come out uh, over time. Um, I did come across another article, which I found absolutely hysterical. So I didn't know this, but the NSA was hacked. So here's the NSA, supposed to be the super secret and super smart people um, from the United States government. And they were hacked back in, uh, they, it was apparently an inside job from a few people that worked there. And then these, this group called Shadow Brokers, they were able to hack in um, back in 2000 and I think it was 15, 16 time frame. And some guys got arrested, got went to trial and, you know, over the, year, the, the coming years and stuff. But what I found so funny and comical is here's the NSA again, it's supposed to be this super... Um, super smart government agency with this technology and uh, great computer power and uh, computer uh, minds and whatnot, they get hacked, yet the Bitcoin blockchain 
has yet to be hacked, right? And I've, I, I, sent, I had said something on Instagram on someone's post. They were talking about how Bitcoin's going to be hacked, this, that, and the other thing. Um, and I said, and not only did I say Bitcoin's the largest network in the world, it's protected with the, with the SHA-256, right? SHA-256, which protects everyone's bank's account. So the person saying that, and there were people saying, green with the guy that posted that Bitcoin is going to be hacked. It's like, okay, well, if Bitcoin, if they can hack a 256 security of the world's largest network, then your bank screwed. Because wherever you bank, they use 256 and it is not as large of a network or decentralized of a network as Bitcoin. So if this person claiming that Bitcoin will be hacked, well, then everyone's going to be screwed because why would I, why would I, if I was a hacker that could hack the Bitcoin network blockchain, why would I hack the Bitcoin blockchain when there's a hell of a lot more money in the American banking system than there is the Bitcoin blockchain? I'm just saying, right? So I thought that was pretty interesting though. NSA was hacked. I didn't know that. I just read, the, I literally just read the article before I came on here. So, well, I guess Kid Crypto was a no-show again. So, um, trading this morning was uh, nuts, and and we we sent it out on Twitter. Um, huge buyers came in around one o'clock New York time, and it was just it was a struggle up until that point. Relatively flat on the day, some some wins, some losses. Did over twenty trades, um, but when those buyers stepped in, look out, man, and and. You know, just watching the order book, able to just jump on it and and ride it out. So, but I'll end it by with a little bit more uh, Tupac and what I say all the time: no man should have the power to create a money for free that another man has to work for. All right, God bless.